Welcome to this rebroadcast of Hope in the Night. We hope that this program brings you biblical hope and practical help. Now, here's Hope in the Night with June Hunt. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, from time to time, you get an opportunity to do that speaking that you enjoy and uh, at a retreat sometimes. And you had a, a, an opportunity to do that recently. Tell us about that. Hmm. I love to do retreats hmm. or conferences. Um, <clears throat> the, the hard thing for me is the writing of all our material. Uh, that is absolute hard work. Um, the joy is presenting the material and um but it's not so much the material it's it's interacting with people in their lives and um i think i was surprised uh the other night um after i i spoke and and sang several things that related to the to the topic um I was some the the person who headed up said, "Well, June will talk to anyone who needs time," and so <clears throat> it was not hard to just be right there and and um, the variety of of topics. Um, well, one in particular was a, a, a feeling of personal disappointment and failure in terms of uh, her actions had violated her values uh, with with a man. And I listened to her and, I, you know, here, here's a man who's basically new in her life. Um, it's like he had checked all the boxes. Not he had checked, but he it's like the the kind of, of man that she would love. She had been involved in a, an abusive relationship um, for some time, and but had been single for a number of you know several years. And I think the thing that hurt me was I feel that someone has taken this man has taken advantage of her um, because she, he knew the pain in her life and uh, just presented himself as one thing and yet as a man of character and principle and values and then uh, used her. And I remember saying to her, because now she was really just feeling a a sense of failure, but I I, I think it was vital. You know, if you're going to be thinking about the possibility of marrying someone, is that person a person of principle? Is this somebody who's going to be faithful? I, I would listen very carefully to what people say and want to present themselves as being, and yet, you find out, no, he he used her, and 
and I and I understand somebody could say, well, but she had to be willing. Well, the issue is there are two different people. There are things that she could have done differently. For example, I said, let me just give a basic something that uh, for you to think about. I said, do you, when I say bathing suit, do you know what I'm talking about? And of course, she said yes. I said, no one should touch you in the area covered your, by your bathing suit. No one should touch you in the area, any area, covered by your bathing suit. That's private. And you make that decision. And she said, that is so simple. I said, yes. But that's the part where you know that that person is violating what is intended for marriage. And she said, I got it. I mean, now, this is not a dumb person. I just know that there are times when it is so easy for us human beings to violate our values but based on emotion for the moment. And um, she's determined not to get there again with anyone. She does not want this. And I, and I appreciate that, by the way. I, it's not like she told me names or anything like that. But it's the principle of someone presenting himself as a protector, and yet he takes sexual advantage of her. It's true. Both of them have the ability to say no. Well, now this woman is going to say no, and she knows that. He wants much more of a relationship now, but, you know, she's wanting to hold off. And I'm, I'm saying this, by the way, I, I recommended something. We have material on sexual integrity. I told her about that. I said, you know, there's some material that could really help you. It gives all kinds of ways, in essence, to hold to the highest value of what you want. And so she said, I need to get that. And I said, I think it would be excellent. Sexual integrity. In truth, we all want to have sexual integrity if we want to be right before God. No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. The sound you're hearing is your generosity at work. That's our folding machine preparing hundreds of our short biblical resources to send to prisoners around the country. 
Hi, I'm Curtis Hale, president of Hope for the Heart. I want to say thank you for your prayers and financial support of our ministry. Thanks to your generosity, we've been able to send thousands of June Hunt's books and biblical resources to prisoners in Texas and to Rikers Island in New York City. These practical resources are pointing inmates to the hope of God's Word on issues like anger, abuse, depression, loneliness, salvation, and more. They are truly changing lives, and this is all possible because of generous friends like you. If you would like to help send more life-changing biblical resources to prisons around the country, you can give online today at hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We are a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of this ministry, and we thank you for that. If you have questions or concerns about the topic of sexual integrity, as June was just uh, referring to the story there that uh, happened to her in uh, in a conference, a question she got at a conference recently, uh, you can call customer support at 800-488-HOPE. The uh, keys for living called sexual integrity, balancing your passion with purity. That and many other resources are available as you talk to customer support. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'll help you access the appropriate resources for you. And their number again, 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. If you prefer to email them, you may do so at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. That's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Ask any questions you have regarding topics and resources discussed in tonight's program. Maybe you missed a resource title, and uh, you can ask the questions there as to uh, what would be uh, most important for you to receive that uh, that information ordered directly from them at Customer Support. Again, that's uh, Customer Support at hopefortheheart.org. Let's get to our caller for tonight. We have listening a uh, caller who's been on before, so we welcome back now from North Carolina, Ruth. Well, hello, Ruth. Welcome back, sincerely. Mm-hmm. Well, hello, sister. <laughs> Hi. Well, I'm blessed to talk with you. I know that you have uh, some things that you were working through, challenged by, and um, I'm so glad we're, we're talking because I know that in the past you were dealing with I'm going to use the word um, dark thoughts. Um, You had had trauma in your life and felt you had struggled with PTSD, post-traumatic stress stress disorder. And um, would would you be, help me be clear about what was the primary trauma that you experienced uh, years ago? Well, in 
funny because over the over the course of the past few months, I've been having memories of when my mother used to beat me from the time I was four until the time I was twelve. Um, mm. so that's been rough. But uh, as far as the past, I would say seven or eight years ago, when I got strangled by my ex-husband with my dog leash. And it went over two hours without oxygen to my brain. Now I have an anoxic brain injury. And that was probably the most traumatic. And what makes it really tough is that my ex-husband just got out of prison about a month ago. He stabbed his roommate and almost killed him. He was in prison for two years. And the past two or three days, I haven't had any contact with him. And... And today is day nine without a cigarette, so this is rough. I don't know why I picked such a time to quit smoking, but I feel better already, so I'm just going to stay quit. But, yeah, I would say that um, that's probably the most traumatic mm-hmm. thing um, I have lately since he's been out of prison. I have memories and... The other night, I swear somebody was in my house because I swear when I woke up in the morning, I remembered somebody pulling my pillow out from behind my head. And when I woke up in the morning, my pillow was at my feet. And um, Mm. I tried to tell the police, and they don't believe me because I have brain damage. So essentially, it's tough. Okay. So when you have those memories, any traumatic memory, what do you do at that point? Um, well, pray. I pray. You you pray? Um, Okay. What do you pray. pray? What do you pray? Well, I pray. Um, God, take this from me. Mm. Um... Lord, you know I can't handle this. I can't handle it. I couldn't handle it then, and I can't handle it now. Mm. You know, please take this away from me. And uh, he does. And I'll remember verses like Isaiah 41, 10, Fear not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will harden you to the difficulties. Behold, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right arm. I use verses like that that I've managed to memorize. Mm -hmm. Um, Somehow, with the brain damage, I can't get the verses to go right into my head. I have to tuck verses into my heart. And then when the Holy Spirit uh, wants to, he can pull the verse out of my heart and put it into my head so I can remember it. Mm. <laughs> what interesting. Um, by the way, I I think you're right on target to quote scripture. Uh, there's a very interesting passage in the Bible uh, that I paid attention to. He sent forth his word and healed them. Um, 
the point the point of that is based on the authority of the word of god when we use his words and his statements his promises uh, there is a type of power that my words don't have i just have human words and i think uh -huh. it's important this is uh, psalm 107 107 verse 20 he sent forth his word and healed them so we see uh -huh. that it's the the promises of God, the power of God is in His Word, what He has said. And I think it's vital to look at, okay, well, what has He said? Well, the book, the Bible is a, a significantly um, thorough, a, a, a big book. Um, I think the key then is finding those passages which you 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 picked an excellent one as soon as you said Isaiah 41:10 um it's important because there are times when every one of us there's no one who could say I have lived my entire life uh never had anything fearful at all no that that's impossible and God gave us the ability our physical bodies, the ability to have what is called fight or flight or freeze. Mm -hmm. And then the point there is what we, we have a choice about what we do. Uh, you quoted, and I think this is an important passage, it says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Now that's the translation I use. Uh, but the point is, you, you, I, I'm going to encourage you to, yes, use that, use that scripture. But first say, thank you, turn it into a thanksgiving turned it in, and I'm saying, the Bible says, in all things give thanks. Uh -huh. For this is God's will in Christ Jesus concerning you. It's Don't not. worry about anything. Pray about everything. Tell God well, what you need. Thank Him for what He has done. The yes, peace of God will be in your heart. I saw I had to paraphrase it because I couldn't remember it. That's good. The Philippians four, six, and seven, I believe. Yes. So, so what you would do is say, "Thank you, God, that this is true. I don't need mm -hmm. to be consumed with fear, for you are with me. I don't need mm -hmm. to be dismayed, for you are my God. You will strengthen me mm -hmm. and help me." You will uphold me with your righteous right That's hand. Weird so you, because I don't really have to. The trauma is so real that I didn't. I don't. I don't really have to like outwardly say thank you, although it helps a little. But it's just that it's 
it's in me now to thank him. Mm-hmm. You know, I've thanked him for the roses, but I've never thanked him for the thorns. <laughs> and I found myself having to do that. Um, you know, when something that traumatic happens to you, you really have to stop yourself and look and say, is this the kind of person that I should be exposing myself to? Someone who killed me, literally killed me. Hmm. And um, for the past couple days have been real hard to um, come to terms with. I can't speak to him. I can't have anything to do with him. Yes. He went back to being very abusive toward me uh, a couple days ago over the phone, texted me and called me a mental patient. And uh, that was the last I had anything to do with him. And uh, I need to keep it that way. Because if I don't, the good things that the Lord is doing in me, it's very important that I don't throw my pearls to swine right now. Because the Lord is trying to give me pearls. Pearls of wisdom. Yes. And I've grown a lot since the last time I spoke to you. I've, I've I'm, I'm glad to hear that. You know, when we look at what the Bible says in Philippians, do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God will transcend all understanding and will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That's Philippians 4 from basically um, verse verse 6 uh, and 7. We would love your prayers here at Hope for the Heart. Over and over in God's Word, the Lord encourages us to lift up one another in prayer. We are reminded in 2 Corinthians 1, 11, you help us by your prayers. So we want to encourage you to join the prayer team of June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart. You can join the Hope for the Heart prayer team at hopefortheheart.org pray. When you sign up to join our prayer team, we will send you an email each month to keep you updated with the latest prayer needs of June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart. Our prayer team is a great way to stay connected and support June and support the Hope of the Night broadcast. We are so grateful for your prayers and support of our listeners and friends like you who make this ministry possible. You can join our prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. That's hopefortheheart.org slash pray. And thank you for partnering with us in prayer. Do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you, that He accepts you, forgives you, 
and sees you as his precious, beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that he is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org. back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. Uh, If you have questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, we have over 100 keys for living that will help you address what's going on in your life. Call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central. They'll help you access the right resources. Let me recommend the keys for living called Boundaries, how to set them, how to keep them. And uh, that's available as you call customer support. Just order directly from them at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. Also find resources on our website. And we do have free resources there at hopefortheheart.org. And they are called our Quick Reference Guides, or QRGs. And on many of the Keys for Living, you'll find a, a shorter treatment of many of those topics. Again, on uh, on the quick reference guides, and they'll have scripture verses as well as some uh, practical steps there, some pointers, uh, bullet points there as uh, the uh, quick reference guides on uh, so many of the the uh, keys for living topics. So go there and find those. Also, the full uh, keys for living. If you'd like to order those, they're at hopefortheheart.org/store. You can scroll through and see which ones might be helpful for you. So again, find that at hopefortheheart.org/store. Now back to our conversation with Ruth. Well, uh, Ruth, I hear um, this is uh, a challenge. Here you were strangled by an ex-husband who uh, stabbed, he's, he's been in prison, he stabbed, a, I think you were indicating it like a cellmate or someone in prison. Is that correct? His roommate that he lives with. Oh, his roommate that he lives Okay. And... Um, and he perforated his intestine. The man had to have emergency surgery to stay alive. Oh, wow. Wow. All right. So, you know, there are times when we need to have strong caution about who is trustworthy and who is not. I, at times, have needed that. I've needed to know who I could trust and who I could not trust. And... um at times, uh, I would allow somebody in my life uh, for whatever reason, and those that person would not be trustworthy. And I think one of the things that you can, because we read a passage where you present your request, um, but it, you do this with thanksgiving, uh, and it because he promises the peace of God 
will transcend all understanding and will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So the point is, um, we need to know what is true, because the next passage is what's true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, let your mind dwell on these things. So what I'm thinking is for you to say, all right, I'm going to look at what I can thank God for. Number one, this man who at one time you had in your life, he is not trustworthy. Thank you for securing that to in, within my mind. In other words, mm -hmm. um, the Bible says bad company corrupts good character. Good character. So he's not... He's not um, He's not trustworthy. And no. therefore, you need to have a boundary with him. And so what you would say, thank you, God, for helping me know who is not trustworthy. And you say it several times, thank you, God, for clearly letting me know who is not trustworthy. And... God wants you to literally be able to be discerning like that. But he can enable you to be discerning. So thank him for what is true. I remember at one time uh, seeing scripture about like in all things give thanks. And at the time uh, I, I was in a very painful home home situation and I thought how can I thank God for anything and you know I remember thinking how giving thanks doesn't seem possible but then I realized the person in our family who was causing so much pain thank you God for letting me understand this relative is not trustworthy. And, you know, enable me to learn how to think and how to respond in a way that's right in God's sight. And so I think if we're going to, and I hear that you want to do what God wants you to do, is that not true? Absolutely. Yes. And as you have quoted Scripture, and I can hear that you know Scripture. So, when you look at this Scripture that keeps you from becoming um, painfully anxious, it says, do not be anxious about anything but everything by prayer. Will you understand prayer? And petition, which is asking God what you are are needing His input for for life, and so you say, Lord, um, I want to prioritize what you want me to prioritize. It says, with thanksgiving, thank you for giving me caution about people that I must avoid people who are not trustworthy. And thank you for your offer of peace, that you'll give me peace 
which transcends all understanding. Thank you that you will guard my heart and my mind. And then what this passage says, I'm reading from Philippians 4, and just personalizing it for you, and that where it says, whatever is true, no, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, let your mind dwell on these things. Yeah, think on these things. So it's prioritizing what is biblically right. I keep Thanking telling myself to memorize that, and I still haven't done it yet. Well, all you, you know. I, um, my favorite verse in the whole Bible is actually John fourteen twenty seven, and it says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not mm. as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And I use that one a lot. Because when I call um, different prayer lines, I'll be like, can you please read me some scriptures on peace? You know, and mm. if they say my verse, I think, oh, the Lord gave me my verse. <laughs> you know, and then if they don't give me my verse, mm-hmm. I am very sensitive. And I'm like, oh, they didn't give me my verse, you know. <laughs> and I'm so... I've been hurt so bad in my life that I'm always tending to bend toward um, the Lord is up there with his flaming arrows just just ready for me to screw up and he's going to get me. And um, I just am really struggling with that right now. Okay, let's talk about that because that's Um, very, very, that's important what you just now said. Let me assure mm-hmm. you, the way God, God's heart works, he's not waiting to see you mess up just so he can go, bam. No, that, that is not the character of God. In fact, it's just the reverse. When you think about his um, exhortation to us and what well, well, he planned uh, let's look at the highest purpose for you that, that that's in the Bible, and it is Romans eight twenty nine, Romans eight twenty nine, where we read and and I I I love this, um, I I value this because if you want to say well I. Well, but what is my highest purpose or what is God looking at? He's not waiting to bash you. In fact, this is where he says you are predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son. You are predestined to be conformed to the character of Christ. He wants you. And has a plan, and by the way, predestined means he's already got it figured out how he's going to more and more conform you to the character of Christ. And that is not an issue of him catching you doing something wrong and going, bam. No, 
that in fact that's more of what uh, a lot of people do fear but all kinds of religions have a god like that that's the basis of their and and they have legalism it's a works mentality, but that that's not the character of God. He, in fact, if, if we look at his character, uh, notice in John, sorry, in uh, in oh, well, in Jeremiah, he he says, "I have loved you with an everlasting love. I've drawn you with loving kindness." So he has a love that does not end. I've. I've loved I heard with a an verse everlasting. Um, recently, well, sort of recently, mm -hmm. um, and if we're not faithful, God remaineth faithful, for he cannot deny himself. Mm -hmm. um, also, I heard in the Old Testament, there's a verse that says that when God thinks about us, he twirls. <laughs> and then they looked it up in the Greek, and it says that he twirls violently. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. And, um, I'm not sure where that comes from, but I'm looking more and more into uh, to turn around the way I think about things and asking the Lord in my heart for his help to do that because I beat myself up so easily. So quickly, you know, I don't even, I take the devil's job right away from him. I'm like, no, it's okay, devil, you know, I'll do it for you. You know, and, and I do. Terrible. I beat myself up terrible all the time. Okay, and, let's um, consider, but let's consider what God has actually said. In Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. He says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So I think for you, you have a heart to do what is biblical. So let's stick with his plan, his plan in Jeremiah 29, 11, and thank him. Say, thank you that you know the plans you have for me, plans to prosper me, not to harm me, plans to give me hope and a future. Thank you, Lord, that you have hope for my heart, and I yield my will to your will. That will give you peace. Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at 1-800-917. We'll protect your privacy and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. 
The sound you're hearing is your generosity at work. That's our folding machine preparing hundreds of our short biblical resources to send to prisoners around the country. Hi, I'm Curtis Hale, president of Hope for the Heart. I want to say thank you for your prayers and financial support of our ministry. Thanks to your generosity, we've been able to send thousands of June Hunt's books and biblical resources to prisoners in Texas and to Rikers Island in New York City. These practical resources are pointing inmates to the hope of God's Word on issues like anger, abuse, depression, loneliness, salvation, and more. They are truly changing lives, and this is all possible because of generous friends like you. If you would like to help send more life-changing biblical resources to prisons around the country, you can give online today at hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We are a ministry of Hope for the Heart, and we want to thank you for your prayers and support of our ministry. Our customer support team can be reached at 800-488-HOPE, and they're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. And uh, let me recommend to you the uh, Keys for Living called Boundaries, How to Set Them, How to Keep Them. And uh, that's available as you talk to customer support at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. Now, maybe there's something going on in your life. You'd like to talk with June about a specific situation in your life uh, on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night. And uh, give us a call there at 800-917. That's 800-NIGHT-17. When you call, leave a detailed message, and we'll get back to you to schedule you, just to talk to you about uh, being on an upcoming Hope in the Night. Now, if you have an idea that uh, you might want to do something like that, just go ahead and give us a call, and we'll talk you through it. And uh, if it's appropriate and uh, helpful for you to be on the program, we'd love to talk with you about it. Again, the number 800-917-800-644-4817. Let's return now to our conversation with Ruth. Ruth, I am... um thinking that there is great hope for you to have peace. But it's going to mean you dwelling on what God tells you to dwell on. Uh, For example, you are now more and more clear that this man, this ex-husband, who um, has stabbed a roommate and he was in prison, by the way, is he on parole now or not? I really don't know. Um, okay. He used to tell me that he has a curfew and all this, and I don't think he does. I don't even know if he's really on parole or not. I don't know. I couldn't, couldn't, can't really trust him enough to tell me the truth. Yeah, okay. If he were on parole, there is a parole officer that could literally revoke him being out because he's not a safe man to be around. He's dangerous. And um, so I, that's why I asked the question. And But I think I'm going to mention Second uh, Thessalonians 3 is very interesting. 
because it says, and, and this is important, the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. Before that, it says, pray that we may be delivered from wicked and evil men, for not everyone has faith. Everyone is not faithful. Everyone is not trustworthy. And we need, if we're going to be wise, and I want you to be wise, you want to be wise, we have to realize not everyone is trustworthy. And so you are right to say, it is not wise for me to be around this man. He has harmed you in the past. He has harmed others. And therefore, say well, I wanted to ask you was... Yes. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, my neighbor um, I met you while was going to come on the air some time ago has turned on me. Uh, I have a restraining order against her, and she has one against me, and we live a wall away from each other, and she told some lies to get her restraining order, and then I went into her mailbox and did all this weird stuff that I never did, and Mm. anyhow, I have to listen to her yell and scream through the wall at me. Over and over and over and over and over. I wake up with it. I go to bed with it. I wake up with it. I go to bed with it. Mm -hmm. And it is slowly pulling me apart. And I don't know how to handle it anymore. So I'm going to the courthouse tomorrow. I'm going to ask, uh, do you have the ability to play Christian music uh, on the... I, I play, uh, I play um, Christian radio 24-7, and in fact, <laughs> she's real tired of it, I'm sure. I don't turn mm-hmm. it up very loud at all, but I always have my Christian music playing. Always. Okay, because the point is, there are times when we need to have the volume of um, some of, of where we live uh, filled with that which is going to be life-giving, not life-threatening, and. I I hear what you're saying, that she can be yelling, and if for some reason um, you're blocked for the moment doing anything about where she is and what she's doing where she is, but, um, you know, if I had a neighbor and I had nothing else but, you know, to to be in my home, uh, I would... I would put Christian either music or teaching on and that way and, and have it loud enough to basically uh, overpower what her, and I'm not saying it you're blasting it, but have it uh, where 
this, whatever she is doing, that's uh, offensive, that which is not right, it's not truthful, then... It was you, civil and not criminal. She talks about killing people all the time. I'm so sorry. I so thought that she was saved. I don't think that she was now. Um, she mm-hmm. went back to voodoo. Oh, wow. Well, that is actually forbidden by God in his word. So that's uh, that's an act of the occult, and we are forbidden from doing um, any practices that are part of the occult. So it's good that you have a distance. And um, again, thank God for you being able to be protected in your own home. I literally am a prisoner in my own home. I uh, sit here in my bedroom and hide, and that's what I do. I don't leave. I don't go anywhere. I don't see people. Uh, My family doesn't want anything to do with me. My own mother, my own stepfather, my children don't want me. I have no friends. Um. Can you be in a church? The enemy will come to me and say, you know, just take all your pills and go to sleep. How you gotta do? I don't know where those thoughts come from. They come from the enemy of my soul. Mm -hmm. Question. All right, I I have a question for you. Uh, Because of the exhortation, the encouragement found in Hebrews. and this is, I think, important. Um, it says, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together, like with believers. Is there a church that you can no, go to? No, not anymore. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. This church that I used to attend, um, there was no reaching out on anyone's part. And I would have to always smile and tell people hello and then if I came in bummed out or something, you know, nobody would ever say anything to me like, Are you okay? or Hi mm-hmm. or How you doing? It's good to see you. I never got any of that at this church. In fact I got a ride home one time and these people went back and told the pastor and the pastor said to me, under no circumstances do you ever ask one of my parishioners for a ride home. From now on, when you come to church, you make sure you have a ride here and a way home. And I today got yelled at for calling the church yesterday after the service was over. Mm. Well, there are many other churches um, are you well, I've able gotten as to... many as I can get a hold of and ask if they had a ride and nobody is willing to give a ride or I would be able to go to church mm-hmm. right now I just found out that I have plantar facetia or whatever it's called in my foot yes. I've got a bone spur and I've got neuropathy all in one foot and uh, sometimes I can hardly walk and it's just, this is, uh, I'm a prisoner of my own home. I really am. 
and the pain and suffering I've gone through for this past year has just been oh, unbearable. Mm. Been mm. unbearable. Been do you Do you have a way to get medical help for your foot? Um, I have an appointment with a podiatrist, not until next month. Okay. Well, I know many and people... nobody's giving me anything for pain or anything, and I mean, I'm just... It, like, mm-hmm. pushes me over the edge sometimes. It's just like, like, I'm listening to her, and I'm feeling this pain, and it's just like, this is unbelievable. I don't know how I'm supposed to be able to handle this. Well, you do part... Part of this is you claim the promise of God that he will never leave you nor forsake you. You will be able to get through this. In fact, uh, for those who hurt you, the Bible says, this is God speaking, it is mine to avenge, I will repay. Meaning God will not leave the guilty unpunished. But right now, um, I think, it is vital for you to see that the Lord still has a plan for you. You will get through this because um, faithful is the one who calls you and he will do it. You have a dependent, you want to have dependence on him. And I never will forget first time I ever saw first Thessalonians 5:24 Faithful is the one who calls you and he will do it. So you're not by yourself. He is in you and he will enable you to have strength to do what is right. Right now this is hard, but you already know that you will be protected You know who not to turn to, untrustworthy people. And we're going to pray that he will give you the right individuals in your life. And I'm asking the praying audience that are listening right now, pray that our friend Ruth will have the choice people in her life that she needs We will send the keys for living called Trials, God's Refining Fire. We'll send that out to tonight's caller, Ruth. We do that because of your generous support of this ministry. You enable us to do that. If you'd like to give to keep Hope in the Night on the air, to keep those resources being sent out, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate. And we thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. The preceding program was pre-recorded.